Hello and welcome to episode 120 of How About This. Wah, 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 DJ Roby, voici un peu hip-hop français. Salut tout le monde, c'est How About This. On l'écoute sur la bande de How About This. La connaissance et les rondes dans How About This. Les meilleurs podcasts se fondent sur How About This. Il s'appelle la Jason comment ça la dialogue. Il s'appelle la Kalili, ma baba des détroits. Il s'appelle la Kikili, il est constamment en vogue. Et si on a de courage, je se trouve à Werner Herzog. Hello. Bienvenue au podcast How About This Cette intro est à la langue de la fleur de lys 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 C'est un point d'écouter How About This How About This How About This How About How About How About How About Direct à Melbourne en Australie, motherfucker I do, I do miss the one ones Yeah But I'm happy to forge into the future 120, eh? Yeah Well, uh, th- this podcast is going to have a, a definitely different feel to it because th- for the first time we're doing an ob and and for the i don't know what that means what is that really you don't know what that means ob off OB. off base outside broadcast an outside, outside broadcast. broadcast see that's you've been in the tv industry you you've been in the tvi yeah we're newcomers we're babes in the wood oh yeah and no. we've never been ob before i haven't i don't know i don't know how i, I don't know how it's going to go we say it's going to be different but, but we knows? could get to the end and go, no, not just the same. It <laughs> doesn't same matter where we are. Others. I've been out of bounds a couple of times. We've got we've got some rules for this podcast. We were sitting out on the pool deck. Uh, <laughs> outside broadcasting, Painesville, Victoria. Sweet Painesville. It sounds it sounds like it's not a nice place. It sounds like the worst place in the world, which may explain why there's fucking no one here. There yeah. is, and it's awesome. But and I don't I don't know if this is probably a bad idea to put this out there. It's bloody heaven on earth. It's great. We're looking over a lake. A beautiful lake uh, that stretches from horizon to horizon. We have a, a, a like a pier that comes out of our house. I've never felt more at peace with myself, with my friends, with my family. Everything suddenly makes sense. You know what's great about this place is there's places to commune and get together and yeah. be with your friends and family. Yeah. And then there's places to just go for a little little me time. Yeah. Whatever, whatever mood you're in, there's, some, there's a place for it. There's little courtyards, little <laughs> hidden courtyards and things. You go down the hill to the lakeside, to yeah. the dock. We, can go, or we the don't want to brag, but if you're not here, yeah. you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, yeah. We are on banana lounges, so, reclining at a 45 degree angle. Yeah. Like we're laying down It could be a 15 minute podcast because we all may fall asleep just at some point. Because yeah. we are so relaxed. I'm but looking up in the asleep, sky. I'm just going to play it until the computer stops recording. <laughs> Just the sound of our night terrors. That'll help Bria. Oh, yeah, no, actually, my night terrors would be pretty awful. So, uh. the rules of this podcast are normally we're sitting around a table in my garage on a normal inside broadcast. Oh. But this OB, we are on a pool deck overlooking a, uh, a lake, all on reclining banana lounges. And the rules are we are side by side by side. I'm on the left, Carl's in the middle, Rick's on the right. There is The triangle is no more. No. Nah. And we are not allowed to look at each other. We're only allowed to look at the lake. I'm yeah. just looking at this tree in, in the sky in front of me. Yeah. Gotta soak up the serenity yeah. and see what effect that has on our podcast. Episode 120, what have you got in store? And it's about, I don't know, quarter past seven at night. And we've had, we've had a, a nice dinner. We are relaxed. The families have gone on a ferry. We're drinking uh, cinnamon whiskey and uh, very alcoholic ginger beer. Yeah. And life couldn't be better. It's it's be. I mean, <laughs> it really I'm couldn't. sure there's ways that life could improve, but I don't know if I'd feel like it was any better. 
I don't know. I feel like you could probably exponentially, percentage-wise, improve life from this point. But I don't know numbers. if I'd notice. You and your numbers, Brownie. I, I, this is perfect. <laughs> I've got a spreadsheet of how perfect life could be, and this is it, the upper echelon. This is, uh, I'm pretty sure if, if I'd mapped out a, and had the skill to map out a, a, a spreadsheet of this moment, it would be in the upper echelon as well. Yeah. I just have my spreadsheet's just relaxed or not relaxed, and then I just put an X in, either, in the column. That Where I'm are going. you at, Carl? I'm relaxed. <laughs> you are. I am. If you weren't relaxed right now. No, I'd be dead. Considering the surroundings and environment that we've just described yeah. to our army of listeners, yeah. then I don't know if you could ever be relaxed. I think you'd need to probably medically check out what's happened to your relaxation center. Yeah. This is like, it's like Sydney Harbour, like the kind of yeah. little, and a little sort of inlet at Sydney Harbour with lots of trees down the, rich the water people in and Sydney stuff. Live. Yeah. And we could buy this house for a million dollars. And it's a massive property. So how about this army? Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> Patreon's Patreon, up and running. Let's go. <laughs> you can come and stay here when we're not here. We found a uh, welcome to the house uh, pack inside. And at the very end of that, after telling us where the good fish and chips are in town and not, and to put the uh, umbrella by the pull down, which we forgot to do. Yeah, yeah. we broke their umbrella. We broke their umbrella. And there on were the, gale we, force winds the other we night. We left the umbrella up on the one night when it was gale force winds. Yeah. So, I mean, are we bad people? Yeah. It yes. Fell, it yes. fell into the pool Ex- quite explicitly. Broke. Yes. We broke their best umbrella. Yeah. Which they, the basically their only rule was, please don't break our umbrella. It please. Was, it was right up the top of the list. <laughs> it was almost the only thing they cared about. Yeah. They're like, because they were quite nice in their, in their, in their list. Yeah. It was like, it doesn't matter if you break glasses, that stuff happens. We yeah. understand. Yeah. Life happens. Yeah. Um, but please, um, if you can spare anything, spare our umbrella. It's a family heirloom. <laughs> it was hand knitted by grandma. Yeah. And we just, all we want is that umbrella safe and sound at the end of the trip. Sure. We failed on that one we non-negotiable. On that, but we replaced it with something from Bunnings. So grandma has to be happy. I, and we have to give them one of our children. Yeah. yeah. And I've only got one. So I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to take a, a pass on this You're one. Taking a pass. Yeah. So but if you get rid of that one, you are. Hard pass. I mean, you're footloose and fancy free. Oh, that's true. Because if we, we get rid of one, we're you're still, 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 stuck with kids. still burdened with children. Yeah. So, That's I don't true. know. We, we, we probably need to talk out the pros and cons. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we do a timeshare where I just hand him off for six months and then you hand one of yours off. Our kids should be on a rotational basis. I think that's, so. That's what they used to say when they said it takes a village. I'm pretty sure that's what they used to do. Just yeah. shuffle kids from house to house. You oh, never yeah. knew which one was actually yours. Extended families. That's what it was all about. We've been doing it wrong this whole time. We have. Stuck with the same kids all the time like idiots. Now, I have uh, I have no reason to be this relaxed because on the way here. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. My car. Geary knows how to kick off a holiday. He does. In style. With a bang. Oh, let's head off to the most relaxing place on earth. A bang and a thud and a splutter and a... And a crunch. We'll gradually unwind on the way there. On on the (laughs) way here, uh, my car where shat itself. It's the most elegant way to say it. Mm, Yeah. The engine uh, uh, shat itself. The bearings ended up in the sump. Just, and, just for uh, context, have you neglected to service your car in any way? I've serviced my car quite a bit. You take care of that car. I do. I will say. Self-service? However, no, no, no. <laughs> it, it's not just you out there with Google. <laughs> no. Hoping for the best. No. It is me out there with Google when I sing to my car. Just to make it, uh, uh, I Google, what what songs yeah. do Mazda 3 SP23s like to hear <laughs> when they go to bed at night? And I, I sing at that song. Like I a do plant. Like talking to a plant. Yeah. So I, yeah. I've looked after that car. Cars are more fuel, fuel efficient if you sing yeah, to them. That's nightly. true. We all know that. That's yeah. fact. Yeah. No one's denying that. The, its favorite song was, you've lost that love and fueling. <laughs> <laughs> Relaxed comedy. <laughs> just on a tangent, speaking of fuel. Yeah. Has anyone had any luck finding some 
Keel's body feel. Oh, <laughs> I, uh, that's a whole other story from, from right? episode one one nine. Let's stick a pin in the. All right, we'll bookmark Keel's body feel. All right, because we're still talking about <laughs> Jason's relaxing trip down to. Painesville. Let's stick a pin in the car story. Oh, okay. So go back to Kiel's body, body fuel. Oh, no. All oh, right. Which is really cool. I Googled, uh, I've been Googling Kiel's body fuel. Yeah. And I found out that it was also available at Meyer and David Jones. Of course it is, because it's fancy and it expensive. Reeks. It's not literally, but it reeks of goodness. David Jones and Meyer. Yeah, yeah, it really does. And so I, I went in there, both of them, no Kiel's body fuel left. No. You lying bastards. However, mm? I found out. From a Who? very attractive Scottish uh, sales ass- assistant. <laughs> it's just the accent. She You've painted a solid picture. Oh. Yeah, yeah. She's Scottish and attractive. attractive. Tick. Scottish. Tick. Sales assistant. Tick. Yeah. All right. And and so... Uh, uh, she, was she wearing tartan? Uh, no, she wasn't. She oh. was wearing uh, one of those faux kind of white chemist outfits. <laughs> so you can trust her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, David yeah. Jones. She knows, yeah. David Jones. She knows scientifically she all was, about Kiel's body feel. She was 22 yeah. and knew everything. Yeah. You know about her age. Body feel. You know her, her regional ethnicity. You've she got had, her pegged. She had a spark of knowledge in her eyes. All right. <laughs> she looked me up and down and she went, Kiel's body Kiel's feel. Kiel's body feel. <laughs> it's very cool. You've you. got the hungry look. Of a man searching for Kiel's body feel. And I, yeah, said, I said to her, yeah, how'd you know? <laughs> and she said to me, just like that. That's all she said. <laughs> <laughs> with a look that uh, that was dripping with sass. Withering. And with, uh, I Like said, only a, an attractive Scottish sales assistant yeah. of 22 years of age can accomplish. Yeah. And so uh, she looked like a Disney princess of some... Some a Scottish Disney princess. Oh, right. the image deepens. Yeah. So, so not brave. She Merida, hair. Merida. Yeah, with brown hair. Right. right. Okay. And so uh, I said, "Yeah, Keels." She went, <laughs> and I went, "Okay." I hung my head. Did I she st- say, "Go over to that bookcase and touch the door, <laughs> touch the book, and, and walk through"? <laughs> or did she say, "Enjoy Keels' body fuel paradise"? Go over to that bookcase yeah. <laughs> and push on the red book. No, ne- oh. none of that stuff. Oh, no. so worst story ever. Yeah. I, I took I took a step and a half to the door, and then I heard a magical phrase. Yes. And that magical phrase is this. Abracadabra. We have that in bar form. <laughs> bar form? Yeah. <laughs> and I said, excuse me? <laughs> but if and she bar. repeated, bar form. <laughs> We've got said, that in bar form. Comes in a bar? And she I... said, yeah, we're sold, we're sold out. We are sold out of the liquid form, but the bar form, we have plenty of it. <laughs> no one's touching it. No Is one there a reason it. no one's yeah. touching it? And then she said to me, it also has oatmeal in it. Oh, <laughs> oatmeal is the best. For bonus exfoliation. Yeah. Exactly. And I said, and I calming, will have, calming the skin. I will have a bar of your finest. <laughs> Kills body feel. feel. Oh. I've been using it since. How is it? How does it rate against the original sold out liquid vari- variety? I have to say. Yes. And, and I, uh, this is my measure, all right? Don't, yes. don't judge me by this, but this is my measure. This is a judgment-free podcast, Gary. Great, yeah. yeah. This is about something, a, a tingly this place? Yeah. <laughs> 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 the, oh, jeez. The body wash makes my pee-pee tingle <laughs> just a little bit more than the bar form. Right. However, yes. my pee-pee's never looked so good. <laughs> All of the dead skin yeah. is gone. It's because of the oatmeal. It's sloughed away. <laughs> Let's tingle more sheen. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. I'm, I'm gently transitioning yeah. to bar form cures body feel. Okay, because you can get it. Yeah. 
Did you ask why there was so much of that and so little of the hand? I don't know. The liquid they're version? Just, they're just moving. Hopefully. I think people just like the bonus. Uh, they sold out of the bonus pee-pee tingle. Right. Because you're getting bonus pee-pee tingle. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, just like, that's oh always going yeah. to outsell, you know, yeah. silky smooth skin. Yeah. That's true. Because you're getting so, tingle yeah. in I, the pee-pee. I, I pay, and pee-pee. then she goes, would you like some samples of our other stuff? <gasps> Sure. Yeah, so dude. Stuff. That's how they get you, man. Sachets That's how they get you. Of Kiel's facial for you. Oh. I've not tried it yet. Oh. But that's how I, I, we came away on holiday. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I didn't bring my Kiel's facial for you. Okay. You're not in your normal life. I didn't want to get addicted to a substance I couldn't replace. Get, no. Yeah, yeah, it's true. In sachet form. Yeah. She gives me three Kiel's facial for you. Oh, you could have used them on the holiday. And then... One last sachet left. I get to it. Three of them. You could have been using. We could have been using them right here on this podcast we, right now. We could, <laughs> we could one each. Been sharing them. We could have been discussing how putting how it, it on feels. Our, putting it on our peepees. Where we got the tingles. So I've got four sachets in my hand. Three of them are Kia's facial fuel. Yeah. yeah. The last one. Yeah. And this hurt. Yeah. This hurt from a from a Disney princess who who, who was Scottish. Yep. Yeah. She threw in men's age-defying serum. Oh. <laughs> Kills men. <gasps> age-defying serum. So she's looked at you, she's sized you up, and she's, and she's decided, what free stuff does this guy need? Yeah. yeah. Age-defying serum. That's not even, that's not, a, that's not a cream, that's not a, that's not a scrub, that's a serum, that's science. Serum, yeah, yeah. She's called in well, the science bigwigs. She does have a white coat on, so yeah, yeah. she knows science. She knows the science. This, so, a serum. You need this. You're old looking. If we, if we get to the stage where we're relying on serums... It's all over. ...for our beauty regime, yeah. I really feel like that's past the point See, of I no return. I really don't want to crack open a serum. <laughs> yeah, no. But I kind of want to crack open a serum. <laughs> but can you do it just once? I don't know. Like, because I, I if you put you. it on. I understand. And you look like 10 years younger. What if I put the serum on my face? Yeah. I look 10 years younger. Yeah. And it makes my pee-pee tingle. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got to get your more serum. You'll become a criminal. Breaking into all yeah. the department stores. And I feel like there's got the to be a scarcity of serums. Yeah. Like if anything's going to run out, it's serums. Especially if it works. They're like, oh, sorry. The guys at the lab were busy. Yeah. And so they're the only ones that can make the serum. Now, if I had a found... But they've turned Kiel's into babies because they used too much of their product. <laughs> if <laughs> I had a found Kiel's body film in liquid form, yeah. yes, I would have, uh, uh, during this holiday, offered it to you. In ah, the yeah. While, you while we showered yeah. together, together as a podcast. And said... How does this make your pee pee tingle? Yeah. yeah. Now I've got a bar form of. I've only got one bar. I don't know how hygienic it is. To I don't share know if I bar. want to share your bar. And you've already told us we don't get a pee pee tingle. So. Yeah. Not as I'm much. Less, I'm less. I'm less. You get a mild pee pee tingle. Okay. I want to get a pee pee tingle and then have sex. Well, okay. I don't know if this podcast is ready for that sort of <laughs> boundary breaking. I'll report Avon, back. Avon, this is what happens. Avon guy content. <laughs> so my engine broke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. In the car. And, yeah, uh, and long story short, it's fucked. I have to pay four thousand two hundred dollars. That's a lot of money from your carefully maintained, yes. lovingly sung to yep. Mazda. Serenaded Mazda. Mazda. It betrayed you. Yeah, it betrayed. Why? So it's become a, a quite an expensive holiday, <laughs> just down the road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your zoom zoom went boom boom. Yeah, but I feel like you can bounce back. I can. I feel like it's not the bell and end all. I These things like are sent that, to test I, us. I, you know. I feel like that car sings to me a lot. <laughs> it's and a good I car. Drives really well. Yeah. Not anymore. Well, yeah, well, not shit. anymore. I mean, I got to when we got to Tarragon. Yeah. Jason just showed it. Listen, made me listen to it. Yeah. It sounded, has anyone ever done? It sounded bad. Has real anyone? Bad. Has anyone ever done anything in Tarragon? I've been to Tarragon a lot of times. What are your highlights of Tarragon? 
Well, I used to come as a kid because as a junior fireman, we used to come and do kind of these demonstrations. Hello, we've tapped into Carl's. Hello. (laughs) What I would say is probably the cornerstone of Carl's life. Yeah. Childhood, yes. Possibly life. I feel like there's a lot of Carl that is rooted in his fire... Fire knowledge and fire training. Yeah. I just wonder why there's so many things burning in Tarelgan, but now I know. All the junior firemen come here. For anyone who doesn't know, Tarelgan, uh, for our worldwide army of listeners, Tarelgan is just a sleepy rural town Inland. in um, in Victoria, Australia. About an hour uh, forty out of Melbourne. Yeah, and by sleepy rural, I don't want to paint the wrong picture. It's not. A, it's not. A, it's not a small town. It's, it's, a, big, it's a big town. Yeah, yeah like it's it's, it's, it's sizable. It's grown over the years as well. It's got some weight yeah, behind it's, it. It's very near the heart of the dirty coal yeah. industry right, in right. Victoria. Yeah, that Victoria thrives on. Um, and it's one of those weird towns that you you always remember because it's it's spelt weird. It's Trelgan. Yeah, yeah Trelgan. Like there's R's where you don't expect Australian it to be R's. Always just say Terrell. Trelgan. Yeah, but it's Trelgan. Trelgan. Um, and it's yeah, it's right in the. I feel like it's right in the middle of Victoria. <laughs> Victoria. So you came down here a lot for junior firefighters. No, not here. We, we it was th- like you come here once a year. You go right. all over Victoria, basically. Yeah, but once a year, each weekend, anywhere there were fires. For the, no, no, the word fires. It was just like you ran. There was competition against other yeah. junior fire people from. They other would shit places. themselves if there was a fire. They yeah. had never been near a fire. Oh, you're not allowed to. I mean, we did training and things. Like we wore breathing apparatus and things, and you went into houses that they'd blacked out and filled with like. So you really good at murder at the murder in the dark. I'm awesome, at but it. terrible at fighting fires. <laughs> yeah, and then one Can day climb ladders. We put out a fire once. We found <gasps> we like the, we were like 16 and we found a fire on we, the beach and we, we found we put in, it out in air. Yeah. we found one that found was one. right near where we were. Yeah. and had started from all the magazines that we bought. Yeah, pretty much. And you put it out. <laughs> yeah. What method did you use with all your fire training? Uh we we grabbed the garden hose and we just started putting the fire out. That's wow. what anyone would do. I know, but we knew how to do it. <laughs> we one guy was one guy manned the hydrant, which was the tap. One guy braced the guy holding the hose. Oh, how, how much I have never seen a garden hose <laughs> so strong that someone needed to brace someone else. Just better better to be prepared. Because <laughs> you don't want a hose. You don't want a little man on a hose flailing about. So tell me this: if I'm holding a garden hose, yeah, right, yeah. two hands on the hose, yeah, and I say to Rick. Let her rip. Yeah. And you're bracing me. Yeah. Where do you grab? Oh, I'm like like a scrum. So I'm getting my so head. You get your head in my jack seat. Pretty much. Is <laughs> yep. is fire training. Yeah. And I'm, no judgment here. This yeah. is a judgment free podcast, as we've stated. Mm-hmm. Is fire training, junior fire training, yeah. just a series of hose based yeah. embracing. Oh. Is it just a series of hose-based no. excuses? There are hoses. There are different versions. There are hoses to get a, set out. To get amongst it. Different hoses set in different patterns. Right. And you'd sink a hydrant. You'd run and get a, a disconnect a hose and attach it to the hydrant and then connect a hose to that hose. And, and then hug it out. And then you and hug that, it out if you win. At the end of it all, you hug it out. And so it's about who can do it in the quickest time. Yeah. So, a lot of them are dry, so there's no water involved. And then the, the ones towards the end of the day are wet. So start dry and wet. That's and a wet. motto to live by. Yeah, pretty much. Dry start hoses, dry and wet. wet and so you'd have to, you know, you'd shoot with the wet ones. You'd shoot uh, discs. <laughs> yeah. And a light would pop on. And the the force in some of those hoses, because different towns had different water pressures, and sometimes people would lift up into the air and get slammed <laughs> into the ground. So you've done you've done a fair bit of fire training in your in your time. Yeah. And you're a smart dude who who, who thinks outside the box. Yeah. Do you think now you could you could look at the fire training program and you could 
you reshape it in a more efficient, effective way. Oh. Do you think the Carl McConnell School of Fire Safety yeah. could be the future? I think so. Yep. Is so this what are the, the future of Carl? What are the three foundations that you are going to instill yeah. into young firefighters? Always brace your buddy. Always get your head up his jacks. Yep. <laughs> Just, that's the most stable position. So, number one, hug it out. Yep. What's number two? Getting the hugs on. <laughs> get the hugs on. Like, the, th- the three number pillars one, of fire safety. Number, number one, two, get the hug hugs it out. On. Yep. What's number two? Get the hugs on. <laughs> well, <there's laughs> Pre, pre-hugs, like, just like, beforehand, because like, things might turn sour and you, remember, but not, you might not be able to hug afterwards. So you need to say goodbye before you go <laughs> like, into the fire. Yeah, 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 because you don't know what's going to happen, man. Fire's unpredictable. Okay. So number one, in yeah. case of fire, hug it out. Yep. Hug it number out, two, say goodbye. before fires, hug it out. Yep. Number three, get I'm your, guessing get after your head, the fire. Get your head in the jack seat. Hug it out. <laughs> head in the jack seat, lift hard. Yep. <laughs> and, then okay. if you, and then if you, if, if all that goes to plan, then you hug it out. Ladies and gentlemen, Carl's School of Fire Safety has closed prematurely the thing due to that, a lot of parental concerns. Because the thing that I didn't that I didn't like... Carl is currently under investigation. It, there, there wasn't enough hugging. It, it was a bit cruel. You didn't like that. It were, there was not, not enough. enough hugging. There was yeah. not enough. That's no. why you liked bracing so much. Yeah. yeah. I was the best bracer. <laughs> I was so good at bracing. And is that why you started that fire? Yeah. Well, guilty, you have, Your Honour. You have broad shoulders <laughs> and a little head. Yeah. That's why you're good at bracing. tiny oh, little yeah. hands. Yeah. Did that... Did that um, in any way hinder your your fire I've, career? No, because your tiny little <laughs> little hands. I've just got little fingers. My palms are uh, like above average. He's got above average palms. <laughs> yeah, he's, that's he's right. got above average yeah. palms and little and fingers. Tiny fingers. His yeah. tiny, tiny, tiny little fingers create the impression of small hands. Yeah, but he's actually got above average hands. So imagine. How small those fingers are <laughs> to, no. to make above average palms seem like tiny little hands. <laughs> um, I've got really strong fingers. They're strong. Yeah, no, they're, I mean, they're like coiled springs. They're strong and they're small. Strong. It's because they're like... close and tiny fingers. <laughs> so when I, when I put my head between the person, uh, you know, the person's taxi, I just grab onto their knees. Right. Super and tight. They, and they can't get away. No, you I can't. lock their... I grab their patellas and lock them into you place can, so they can't move. You could be holding the strongest hose ever. Yep. Mm. If Carl's head is up your jaxi, you are not going anywhere. You are anywhere. not going anywhere. When yeah. Carl locks in, you stay locked. Yeah. <laughs> that is an unpickable lock. Yep. And, and, and I mean, it sounds... Inappropriate, but it's not because it's in, not. A, in case of fire, yeah. you want an unpickable lock of a fire braced hose situation. There is, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If like, there is any time I can foresee wanting someone's head up my jacksie, <laughs> it's right then and and during there. a fire. During a fire, when you're putting out a fire, yeah. Because not you only want... do you feel like that fire is close to going out, you also feel safer. Yep. You feel like you're in it together. Yep. And you feel like everything's going to be all right. Yeah. Well, you, technically, you are in it together. Well, well quite literally. <laughs> yeah. Quite literally. I mean, there you are. There you are. In it. Together. <laughs> Connected as one. There's the fire. There you are. Together. Did you ever? In where it. do I end and did where do you, you ever, begin? Carl, did <laughs> yes. you ever get the order wrong? Yeah. You, you said you said your buys. Yeah. Then you put your head up there, Jackson. Yeah. Did you get the order wrong and put your head up his Jackson and then say goodbye? Yeah, a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. that's not going to leave a good taste. And that's why he's no longer welcome in Terelgan. <laughs> yeah. That's why I had to breeze through that town. Yeah, we couldn't. I couldn't stop. Though I did stop. You did. I got some funny With looks me. for some people that I think might have recognised me from They're the like, olden days. It's Jaxie McConnell. Jaxie. <laughs> Inappropriate Jaxie McConnell. Remember that time? We got the order wrong. He's come down. Uh, but I miss that guy. So much counselling. They used to sing songs about him. <laughs> Is this Around the campfire. Fireplace? 
I don't know. I've been tempted to look it up. You used to have a great time because you travel around the If you look the up state. junior firefighters, yeah. you're going on some database. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'll have to use get Alexander to do it. Yeah. When the fire came here, <laughs> spread across the ground, Jaxie McConnell was sure to come round. <laughs> they sang songs about you, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> here in Terrelgan. Oh. You're a mythical figure. Yeah. yeah, it's about time you cashed in. The junior firefighters logo is just butt cheeks on shoulders. <laughs> 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 All right, let's talk more about your car. Finish the car off. That's oh, fucked. He f- <laughs> <laughs> the end. That was pretty much the end of his story. He re- he, he decided to summarise towards yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah. Like my car, fucked. fucked. Yeah. Let's talk about car. <laughs> oh, talking about me, I watched yes. um, Fight Club the other night. Yeah. Oh, yes. Jaxie McConnell <laughs> watching Fight Club. Jaxie McConnell came home from the pub, <laughs> drank a few beers, feeling kind of sweet. He saw Ed Norton get knocked off his feet. Oh, well, he punched oh, himself in the face. <laughs> Spoiler alert. If you don't know what I'm talking about, stop the podcast now. <laughs> Go and watch Fight Club. It's quite a good tale. And Jaxie McConnell never fails. <laughs> so you're watching Fight Club? I've seen it before, but I have I only saw it Jaxie once. Jaxie McConnell, he watched it again. He'd seen it before. <laughs> sorry. sorry. Couldn't think of a rhyme. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, but I haven't seen it. Are we allowed to spoil it? It's pretty old. It's like 18 years yeah. old now. If, if if you haven't seen Fight Club, Pause go it and now. watch it right now. Yeah. If you have, keep going. Yeah. He was um, dead the whole time. So I haven't I I haven't seen it since knowing how that Tyler Durden is... That guy? Yeah. yeah. What's his name? Uh, Ed Norton. Yeah. But what's his character's name? <laughs> Fuck no. Everyone knows Tyler Durden. Tyler Durden. Um... So it was really interesting watching it as well, but it also holds up really nicely. I mean, it's pretty nineties. I mean, it's the end of the nineties because it's ninety nine, but it's, it's a also good film. the kind of it's got that nineties sort of vibe to it and fashion and stuff. Um, yep. But it's also really kind of relevant now because it's all about consumerism yeah. and you know Tyler Durden's building an army to yeah. destroy like corporate art and all that yeah. sort of stuff. And, and it's how like, terrible life, yeah, yeah, corporate life and ca- and capitalism and all the things you own, yeah, the things you own own you Don't and all that sort you. of stuff. And I mean, this is not news. But you can't tell me that every red-blooded person who saw that mm. didn't think to themselves, I could go a little bit of Fight Club. Yeah. There's a part of me yeah. that can see the point of Fight Club. I can see the point of Fight Club. Yeah. I had a- and a lot of people felt that, thought that. Because if you've ever, like, you know, been a skateboarder or anything like that, it's yeah. that you know, it's just the next step. Kind of delicious about that pain. Yeah, it's like the I next was, step. I was on a, I was on my scooter coming back from school with Alexander. Like I've got a scooter and he's got a bike. Um, what sort of scooter? I've got a micro. It's like an adult scooter. It's fucking awesome. Um, but I've got so a, it's a micro it's, scooter for adults. Yeah, it's, it's the, the brand is micro. No, no, it's, it's uh, micro. the brand is yeah, the yeah. brand is micro, but it's for adults. Yeah. Is it a kid scooter, but you feel like it's for adults because no, no, it no, fits your a, tiny, tiny hands? It's, <laughs> it's an adult scooter. They make kids' versions. Do you we use got kid one. stuff with your tiny hands and, it's, and pretend that it's for adults? Sometimes. That's what sometimes. <laughs> um, and like I was doing, I was coming home and we were just mucking around. I was doing little jumps on the scooter and stuff. And then I was doing this weird jump. Jaxie McConnell. <laughs> Do <Doing this> scooter. <laughs> These are, I'm not making these songs up. These are Terrellgan folk <laughs> songs that have been 
sung. We found a Passed book. down generation to generation. We found the book it's up in the holiday house. We, were, we found the book the other night. We're like, what's only, this about? We've been here for three days, and it was only last night that we put two and two together. <laughs> I and realised that Jackson McConnell was the very McConnell sitting in the room with us. 75 folk songs starring Jackson McConnell. That was the title of the book. Each song two lines long. <laughs> no, we're just giving you highlights. We're just giving you highlights. Um, so I'm on my scooter. They I all sang to the same tune, though. <laughs> Jackson McConnell. <sighs> anyway, I'm on the scooter. I do this stupid trick. My foot gets stuck in a way that I don't kind of fall and Well, his foot okay, got what? stuck. <laughs> Jesus. How did your foot get stuck on a scooter? I was jumping, it, I was jumping the scooter kind of to the side. Can I just pause at this point? Yeah. Carl is making hand gestures that Rick and I can't look at right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's because right. Because we're looking at the water. I anyway, can see it through my periphery. So okay. I'm traveling along going forwards, and yes. I was jumping my scooter to the left. Yes. While I was facing the right on Classic it. Classic McConnell scooter yeah. maneuver. And my foot... As I don't sung know about happened. in the Trail of Folktales. Did you jump your scooter to the left, to the left? <laughs> yeah, I did. Okay. And then my foot got jammed in something, and I just slammed into <laughs> the ground. Something. What? Into the back wheel or something. Right, I don't know. Okay. It happened so quickly. Are you the same. worst at scooters? I'm awesome at scooters. I was doing an awesome trick. He has little fingers <laughs> but big feet. <laughs> I don't have big feet. I've got normal, so below average size feet. Probably. You're riding a small child scooter. Yes. And yes. You're, trying to do, you're trying to do tricks for some reason. I was having As, awesome tricks. Yeah, but why, why you were doing the tricks, we're not sure. Because they were awesome and, I'm, <laughs> and I was just... I was feeling it, man. Were you outside it. Dick Guy's house? Do you know where I was outside? Trying to wake of? the dead. I was yeah. outside of Caulfield Grammar at the end of school. Okay. So you were trying to impress the, the kids. No, cool no, no. kids. I was just doing it. I was in my own world. No. I was doing it. I stayed know what's happening. in front of all the kids coming out of school. <laughs> like this 44-year-old dude. And the weird the thing was The weird the, thing was, all of you nine just said, Jackson Stacking his scooter. <laughs> Because but of the way my foot on got the ground, stuck. and he couldn't <laughs> be cuter. <laughs> you know, you know, kids do find you very cute. This is such a short, short story. <laughs> very cute. This is just supposed to be about Fight Club. Um, <laughs> I hit the ground really hard. I didn't roll. I just went slam straight into the ground. Right. Um, and I'm on the ground, and I knew Alexander's there, and all the kids are looking at me. So I so you had your kid with you. Yeah, yeah. I was bringing him home from school. Did he have a scooter? No, he was on a bike. All right. I'm on a scooter because it's easy for me to get off to help him. Is he doing sick tricks on his bike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was doing a Superman at the time. Right. Yeah. Cool. Um, and so I jumped. There are no songs about him as yet. No, not yet. Yeah. I bounce back up really quickly because I know the kids are all looking at me and Alexander's looking at me and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I'm like, ha, 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 And on the inside, I'm going, oh, my God, I'm so hurt right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm so hurt. And your instinct is to hit the ground. Well, because I didn't get to roll or anything. I just went smack just into went the ground. Smack. But do you know what? What? The pain was kind of delicious. And and like, that reminded you of was, Fight Club. It, well, that was what I was watching Fight Club. I was like, yeah. like, And I missed that kind of... Like playing hockey used to get really hurt. Yeah. And playing skateboarding. I mean, skateboarding is... You make a contract to say, I am going to break stuff. Like bones and things. Because yeah. you just got it to be able to learn tricks and things. Unless you have the superhuman ability to stop time. Pretty much. And make it go into slow motion while you score goals. That's true. That minimizes your injuries. Yeah. Um, which we know you have. Yeah. Because of true. the folk songs they sung about you in Terrelkin. <laughs> Jaxi McConnell. Slowing down time. He uses it to play hockey instead of committing crime. <laughs> it did keep me off the streets. Yeah. Um, but the pain is kind of, like I said, burning, awful, hurting pain, but it's kind of 
it's virtuous pain. Like when you like when you work out, when we've done exercise, yeah. and you're out in the morning, and you're like, "Oh, I hurt," yeah. but it's a good kind of hurt because yeah. I've done the right thing. But this is even better. Yeah, because it's like a pain that's doing you no good, and we, yet you still appreciate it. I reckon we should punch each other in the face. That's what we're getting to. I think we're. Uh, now, I think we? what we're circling around here. Yeah, because we're not looking at each other. Yeah, and there's no eye contact. But I think the unwritten uh, sort of agreement here, unspoken agreement, yeah. is that we're starting our own. Uh, how about this fight club? Yeah. So after we do archery, we're doing archery. <laughs> we're laughing. <laughs> we're going on a horse, horse and carriage, carriage ride. Yeah. Um. There's a, t- a few other things. Thanks. We're going to add that are on the list. And then <laughs> we're starting a How About This Fight Club. Yep. You, uh, it's it's Carl, it's Jace, it's Rick, and it's one lucky listener. <laughs> 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 Most likely Jason Rowe. <laughs> and if, if it's your first time turning up to How About This Fight Club, yeah. you have to fight. And the thing is, see, because um, on Fight Club, I've, you watch the film and you think, yeah. oh, gee, it's a bloody good idea. Yeah. I can see the merits. Yeah. And you think, should really start Fight Club. I wonder if there are Fight Clubs. There and are. then you realise there probably are, and we don't know about them, because the first rule of Fight Club <laughs> is don't talk about it! But and there totally are Fight Clubs. Yeah, yeah, but we're yeah. not in a Fight Club. Oh, and no. we haven't officially yeah, started yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. We have a Fight Club. Yeah. Yeah. We're just taking expressions of interest. <laughs> we're, just, we're just taking tenders. <laughs> because we, we need someone to have Fight Club. <laughs> but the idea of like consumerism and stuff is much more relevant now than it was in 1999. Like, it's like... Yeah. Like, you know, you've got to have Preach. the gadgets and all that sort of stuff. Like, Represent. it's really... It's really... Um, it makes more sense now than it did back then, I reckon. Yeah. Singing to the choir. Yeah. Uh, preach it, baby. <laughs> but it's been interesting on this holiday because I can't grab my phone. McConnell. Jesus Christ. Singing to the choir. <laughs> <laughs> We're pushing this joke. We're pushing it to the wire. <sighs> and yet, we have yet to find its breaking point. No, I think you can get going. It's the half hour mark of how about this? Is, is it? it? Can you see that? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, you can see the screen. Uh, <laughs> nice. So uh, if you are listening to this in the half hour bursts, uh, tune in again tomorrow. Otherwise, yeah. be back. Welcome back. Welcome back to part two. And the, the, the light is changing. It is. Oh, it's beautiful. It's dappled. And there's a nice little breeze here. The birds. of sparrows. Yeah, yeah the birds are starting to head back to their, their natural habitat. Yeah. Their habitats. They wake up early here, though. Those birds, they wake up at like 4.30. Oh, I don't Jesus. know. I sleep through it. At about yeah. 3 o'clock, uh, I, I've got my dogs with me here. Go on, and, this uh, Geary knows I, how to roll. Yeah, <laughs> it's got I, it all. If, if I holiday, I holiday with my dogs. If I holiday, I bring my house One of my me. dogs was a bit restless the other night. At <laughs> the point dog. where I went, you know what? I think I'll take her for a walk. At 3 o'clock in the morning? Yeah, no, it was 4. Uh, oh, that makes more. Yeah. That's, that's acceptable. That's walking that's yeah, yeah. time. Oh, it is. <laughs> So I, I took her for a walk, and uh, I, I walked the streets of this sleepy hamlet. Uh, Painesville. 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 Yeah. And I saw uh, two cars. One DJ was Painesville. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. One was a uh, one was a tradie going to work. The other guy was a uh, a guy delivering newspapers. And as he was coming down the road, he was swerving like the night bus. So drunk from Harry Potter. Just drunk. And I realised that he was actually throwing newspapers outside the passenger window, like across the car. Oh, yeah. really? Uh, They're not going anywhere he where he wants his, them to go. He had his inside light bright, like lit. Like I could see into the car. Jesus. And he's swerving all over the place. But uh, he zoomed by me, but he'd thrown about three newspapers out uh, in front of me. Did they hit you? Took, no, 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 no. Maybe he's trying to just houses, hit you. Two houses in front of me. Right. But I was walking my dog, and it took everything I had not to take one of those newspapers. Yeah, that happens in, in Elstonwick. It's just like, 
just walking past the paper while I'm going to get the papers. I don't even and it's read like, the newspaper. No. <laughs> I get just... my news from electronic means. <laughs> I think Australia. I don't know. I mean, we're a, we're a um, we're sort of a smallish country in the scheme of things. Yeah. And a naive country in the scheme of things, I guess. And and things like that often often cheer me. I'll walk by newspapers on the ground and they're there waiting for their owners to come and collect them. And I'm often cheered by that because I think anyone could steal that newspaper. There's yeah. no reason why people dog. just don't. like. There's <laughs> just a, take it. Yeah. While, while that newspaper's lying there, at least 50 people have driven past on their way to buy a newspaper. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or walked past to buy a newspaper. That newspaper has been passed on the street, lying there, while it's been passed by people whose express purpose was to get a newspaper. And they haven't taken the newspaper. It's a test. Um, and I feel like Australia's kind of full of those little things. That's yeah. true. Um, i that. Where deliveries can be made to um, shops and oh, they'll just yeah. leave, they'll leave boxes of stuff at the door of the shop. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's for this shop. I, I dare not take it now. Yeah. I'll wait till the shop's open and they've taken it inside and then I'll pay good money to get those wares that have been easily available for me to reach my hand over and grab. Um, and every time I see something like that, it warms my heart a little bit. I often think of picking those papers up and putting it over the fence, but then it's like, what if their aim was really bad and I'm putting it in the wrong person's place? You don't know. You don't know whose house Because I was tempted to steal. I'm like, oh, I could take that. And it's like, well, how, how long is it before someone yeah. actually comes along and goes, I will take that? Yeah. But did you take the newspaper? Have you ever taken a newspaper? I haven't. I actually haven't, no. And you... Um, I, and if, I don't someone gonna, if someone was going to, it yeah, would be me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is fr- a free newspaper. Now, I've gone to And the in news- your mind, there is very little risk of being caught for taking that newspaper. Yeah, yeah. And you're always assessing the risk. Yeah, yeah. Um, so has, has any of you ever petty thefted things? Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Oh, in my younger days. All the time. I, I, would, sh- I would shoplift um, just for, for the lols. <laughs> just to see if you can. No, I didn't even want the stuff. It was no, just like, God. oh, that's something there that I could easily take. Um, because it's testing your boundaries. Yeah. <gasps> Where not, do I? What, what am I? What can I get away with in in this crazy society of ours? Adult, as an adult male in this world, yeah, uh, uh, like in the last twelve months, yeah, I, I have to actively stop myself from stealing things when I know that I could very easily do it. Like, I, I, it's a choice I make. I don't steal it, but I go fuck. I could just take that right now. And I do. Not, like, I, I will look up and go. There's a camera there. There's a camera there. No camera there. No one's got eyes on this. Yeah. I could just walk out with this, but I'm not going to because I'm Jason McConnell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't steal shit that's not mine. <laughs> I'm just trying to start a new thing. <laughs> would would one of the sweetest jobs being any of those jobs where you get to break the law legally? Yes. What? Uh, what you know, like like, like computer hackers that get to test the oh, security yeah, system right. or, you know, you get... You, you, you get to try to rob this bank to test if they're able to, if they're prepared for a bank robbery. There's yeah. a great, there's a great TV show, and you can never, you can never uh, attest to how much of this is set up or not. Where they, uh, like, there's shops like hardware stores, and they hire these two people to steal stuff from them. Right, and so they know they're coming in sometime in the next week. So they've got all their, all their like ears pointed to the sky, their tails up, they're looking for thieves, yet these professional shoplifters come in and they stick like an entire fucking food processor <laughs> up their skirt. <laughs> and like just squat over things and like and have like this elaborate strap system under their skirt and just waddle out. And it's like, holy shit. 
And I, I want to believe that it's all real, but it's probably just TV magic. We did that at a video store that just opened, me and my brother and a friend, when we were probably about... Did you have a cool gang name? KSB. <laughs> Carl Scott Brad. Jack C. McConnell. <laughs> Zin the KSB. <laughs> if they want something, they'll take it for free. <laughs> <laughs> So we went to the video store and that was one of the first places that had those things that beep if you walk out oh, yeah. with the things. And they were like, <laughs> we were like, what's this? And they're like, oh, you know, if you try and take a tape or something, it'll beep. And we're like, really? And they're like, yeah. And we're like, we reckon we could get some stuff. And they're like, sure, try it. We stole so many tapes. Like so many tapes. Like Did with their blessing? Back? In one go. They had no idea we were taking them. Even though you'd warned them yeah. you were going to try and take some stuff. Well, they wanted us to. They said, oh, test yeah. it out and stuff. So and we were doing things like you'd drop the video on the ground and kick it through because it didn't reach all the way to the oh. ground. One guy would talk to the guy, while another would lift, like have them in their hands and just lift them up really quickly over the top. Yeah. Like people just don't see that yeah. stuff. So we took about 10 things. We went home, watched the things we wanted to. <laughs> and then we came we So they, they sort of tacitly gave approval for us to steal for you stuff, to steal stuff yeah. and then just let you walk away with the goods. Yep. I guess that was payment of sorts for you testing their security system. And then we came back later on and we said, we stole all these things and they were just like, they were like, yeah, we said you could. <laughs> That's not stealing. That's our gift <laughs> to you. You did it. You didn't even have to bring them back, you idiots. <laughs> yeah. we but they were the like dumbfounded. Like they were like, shitty because their system had completely failed. But, but this foolproof, because they had the videos in the cases on the shelves rather than having all the videos in like a system behind oh, the desk right, and right. stuff. Because they had this foolproof system. And we were like 12 years old. But those beeping things are pointless. Because yeah. no one now, stops. Like, like originally, I, I guess they, they carried some weight. Yeah. Um, but having worked in retail, sort of in the, the, mid, the mid-level of those beeping things, they meant nothing because they would just go off whenever. And because they yeah. would go off whenever... You'd just be like, yeah, you tune it out. Apologetic and go, what? Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was always people who'd already bought stuff and yeah. you know whatever. And um, it's like car alarms. No one pays attention to car alarms. Yeah. No one hears a car alarm and goes, someone's car's getting stolen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, someone accidentally set off their own car alarm, yeah. and it was just like that with those those beeping things. Alarms are pointless. Yeah, they really are. I mean, the only thing is, it might scare someone off. Who's doing the thing? Yeah, if they're what newbies. About, what about if, they, if they're not part of KSB? Yeah, and they don't know what's what. KSB what about, know all what about, about it. Fire alarms, Carl. Are they useless? Well, the thing that you're supposed apparently, if if you're getting assaulted or if you're getting raped, yep. you don't yell that. You yell fire. Fire. And that's the thing that will get people coming along. That's what they taught you in junior. No, <laughs> junior firefighters. Do you reckon that still holds true now? I don't know because I think fire used to be a bigger thing. Back when, yeah, than it is now. Mm. I don't feel like people are confronted with fire as much as they were in the olden days. Well, not not where we live. Yeah, I mean, out here, bushfires, yes, but I, yeah, if you were out here in Painesville and someone yelled fire, people would be like jump, run up and running as quickly as possible. I don't reckon because if there's one thing we know about bushfires, yeah, is that you notice them. <laughs> they can't. A bushfire cannot sneak up on it's you. It's really tough. But it has like, to start Gee, somewhere. This guy's smoky. Yeah, but it has to. See, there's a loud roaring noise. Like, I can smell. Something. We we can't see our house now. Smoke. Our house could be on fire, and that could be the start of. A yeah, bushfire. but that's not a bushfire. No, but it could be the start of a. That's bushfire. true. That's true. Like it has to start somewhere. They all start, uh, you know, with the tiniest little thing. Generally, they all start with a pyromaniac throwing yeah. matches. Somewhere. Yeah, they all start yeah. with junior fire training <laughs> cadets <laughs> trying to trying to get their their hug on. 
I'm going to hit my bag. Legitimately. Somebody stick your head in my jacks here. I'm going to start a fire. <laughs> going to get my fix. <laughs> and, you get, and you get your head up there and you're like, are you using Q's body for you? <laughs> oh, my jacks is tingling. <laughs> Um, so Fight Club, good film. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and I watched another film. I watched The Suicide Squad. Oh yes. I now, watched that on a plane. I didn't like it. You didn't? Well, that's, oh, that's fair. It's enough. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah but I also a... saw it on a plane. Oh, okay. A plane, and I was like, that's not so bad. Well, it's okay. I, I saw it on a plane. And went, it's not so bad. The mm. thing I didn't like is that I'd heard that Margot Robbie, yes. Margot Robbie, yes, is is awesome. In Who it. plays Harley Quinn? Yeah, and she's kind of not. She's kind of doing nah. that thing where that one note. She's crazy, kick. but it's very one note, and she plays it like a small child, yeah, like yeah. that kind of crazy. I'm crazy because yeah. I'm like a child. It's well, gotten her her own movie. I know, yeah. I know, but it's also just a bit male gaze. Oh yeah, crazy. Oh, really? The girl, <laughs> the girl with the crop top and the pants the that tiny, go up her anus. And there are lots of shots. You act like her, a little girl. Yeah, there are just shots of her and butt. Her, sh- her shirt says something about daddy. What's it? It's a daddy's uh, little girl or something Something, like something. I don't yeah, know I where that. you've researched male gaze, <laughs> Jaxi. You've got a, you got a very run hole. <laughs> researching male gaze. He was researching for at least 12 days. <laughs> That's how long it takes Jackson McConnell to research the male gaze, everyone. Yep. It's in folk song. It's true. As sung by the Terrelgan Townsfolk. days was just watching Suicide Squad over and over. <laughs> but I did like Boomerang. He was awesome. He was hilarious. He was great. He was yeah. funny. And I guess... But it's I, just a nothing film. They're not fighting anything. Like, And yeah. whenever, whenever the enemy's CGI, it's just like, get fired. Oh, yeah, no. CGI this is, is bullshit. the stupidest thing ever. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> I guess I a I saw it on a plane. Yeah. So I'm already loving it. You're it's already got plus two. And yeah. B, everyone said it was the worst film ever. Right. So the bar was like it Super It low. couldn't be as bad as everyone said it was, especially when you're watching it on a plane. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um and so yeah, it's not like I think it's a great film, but it was one of those ones where I watched it and went, This not so bad. Yeah. And she's what? not crazy. She's yeah. not crazy at all. Yeah. She's almost the most sane person in the movie. What do you think of uh uh Leto's Joker? It was okay. I felt it was a little bit of a homage to um, uh, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger, thank you. Like he said, he kind of talked a little bit the same as him. Right. I like the idea that he was like a kind of gangster, you know, like he yeah. had his gold grill and all that sort of stuff. I didn't mind that. Um, Spoilers. And that he's, you know, but I just don't, he's into money though, which I don't think the Joker is. Like it seems to be about the money and he's got all the bling and all or the fancy isn't. cars and stuff like that, which I'm not sure about. Um Whereas the other, like where, like in the Dark Knight, it's just like he's just fucking chaos. I did like, love the scene where his Joker went into the video shop and stole all those videos <laughs> with the tacit approval of the video store owner. Yeah, <laughs> that's in the deleted scenes. Yeah, the yeah. first three quarters. And it was of like that, this guy is crazy. The yeah. first three quarters of that, I was like, I don't remember that bit. What's that bit? <laughs> what was that? Was that? I don't know. When he finishes it, I'll, I'll understand it because I'll get which bit. Because that's how Rick Brown rolls. Rolling. Rolling Three quarters Brown. of nonsense, one quarter of <laughs> suddenly <laughs> revealing that it all makes sense. He was dead in the end. Oh, the sun's really setting, guys. It really is. The mosquitoes are getting more uh, adventurous as well. They're, they're sort oh, of they're air air guard oh, resistant. I'm like nuclear covered. Um, is this? Would you say this is dusk? It's dusk. Is it? Yeah, I'd say is it's this dusk. the pure definition of dusk? I'm wearing sunglasses, so <laughs> I might have a... Because it was sunny when we came out. Yeah. Yeah. The sun was dipping behind those trees over there, and now it's gone. But also, I'm super cool. That's true. Like, I've got street cred up the wazoo. Yeah. Um, I'm basically always in a jazz band. Yeah. Even when I'm not. 
Yeah. Like wherever I am, <laughs> a jazz band could occur. Jesse Brown. Jesse Brown. when he's not. Kick out and the sand. <laughs> that was a horrible, horrible ride. No, no, it's because I'm at. The, I'm, that's the that's the part where I'm at the beach. Ah, okay. that yeah. makes sense. His <laughs> beach band. My beach band. Beach, band. beach, beach jazz. Beach jazz. There's a niche. Oh, a little traveling jazz band. Little traveling jazz beach band that only plays while pop up beach fight clubs occur. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we've got some co- cockatoos coming through the uh, podcast. Painsville nature. Ob. 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 Yo. Cockatoos. So yeah, they're Embrace the them. Themselves. Oh, and I saw Rogue One. Have we all seen Rogue One? Yes. Can we spoil that now? You, you oh, I, spoke about I feel like we talked about it on the last podcast. We didn't talk about it. Uh, no, I, I feel like we mentioned it. We, went, it. we should talk about it, and then we didn't yeah, yeah. talk about it again at all. <laughs> no, we um, Yeah, no. It's a. It, it's 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 tough. Look, as a as a Star Wars fan, yes, and I'm probably the most emotionally attached to the whole Star Wars universe, and I would yes. be the least attached. I'd say. Yep. Yes. Agreed. So if anyone out there is ranking us on Star Wars fanability. You have your answer. <laughs> Jason 1, your Rick de- 2, Carl 3. Your definitive ranking. There it is. Will that change over time? Who knows? Uh, that's canon now. It that's is. canon. I yep. have a Star Wars tattoo, guys. You yeah. do. So that puts you number one. Yep. Okay. So I really enjoyed it. I really liked it. Yep. I know that there's some issues gender balance-wise. Yes. You've got a female protagonist. And, and then everyone else is male. Yes. Everyone. Yeah. That's uh, true, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but uh, you know, that rattled my cage a little. Yeah. But otherwise, I quite enjoyed it. I quite enjoyed the, the band yep. of things. I quite Fun enjoyed story. Uh, Love the story. And Are I, we I, spoiling it? Are we allowed to talk about spoiler bits? Look, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Rogue One, get the fuck off this podcast. Yeah. Okay, yeah, pause it we now. we are about so, to and, chat. And I, lo- I loved, I actually watched Star Wars again after seeing Rogue One. Yes. And it recontextualized the um The boring, the boring as shit start. Yeah, well, right. that's the thing. Like, people often say it's the boring part. I've always quite liked it. But in the context of the adventure that is the story of Star Wars, yeah, it's the slow pace start, um, which uh, which I don't mind. In, in, in I don't mind the slow pace. I just hate that fucking robot. Which one? C three PO. Oh god. Oh boy. Oh fuck. Oh Jesus. Oh boy. oh oh oh. Don't do. It. Just stop fucking whinging. He's programmed wow. to whinge. Oh, he's job. a protocol droid. He's supposed to be like an ambassador and he can talk lots of different languages and things That's like that. Right. He, he was speaks is the language works. of whinge. I think you're forgetting that he was built by Anakin Skywalker right. when he was a kid. Right. Um, and so there's flaws in his programming. Okay, yeah. I stand Are you forgetting that? I did forget that. That seminal moment in I the prequels where that. we discovered that C-3PO was built by Anakin oh, Skywalker. True. That's true. As a child. I did forget that. So I forgot all those movies. So... Yes, he's got some issues as a protocol droid. What I love yeah. to do when I'm watching any of the the uh, four, five, six Star Warses, yeah, is just write my own subtitles when R2D2 bleeps. Yeah, like at, get fucked, you yeah, idiot. So it's yeah, like, okay. it's so great. So in terms of a, a straight man, funny man bit, yeah, all he's doing is the straight man stuff. Right, you just got to do the funny man stuff yourself. Okay, R2D2 style. I should yeah. come around to your house and you can R2D2 for me. Uh, like imagine a yeah. Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis film where yeah. you're okay. only hearing Dean Martin. Okay, like, it doesn't work. And Jerry Lewis is just gibberish, and you're like, Gee, but Dean, Dean Martin's a real stick in the mud. No, but he's but his voice is oh, smooth. That's true. He's got uh, smooth voice. I will tell you what, Anthony Daniels' voice. Can get me off any day. Yeah. <laughs> Tingly PP. Tingly PP. Three PO. Three PPPO. I I liked it. I really liked it. I liked, and this is a massive spoiler, that they all fucking died. 
Yeah. Yeah, but we knew they were. Well, I th- no, no. You know what I thought? When what? they go on the big adventure and suddenly there's all these strangers that join them. Yeah. And in Star Wars, it's like oh, a few, you know, lots of good people died yeah. for this. I thought, oh, the these are all going to die. Yeah. These yeah. are all the red. Did you say red shirts? Yeah. 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 They're all the red shirts. But everyone dies. Yeah. And I fucking really like that. Yeah, yeah. Because it gives it much more gravity. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough. I mean, I assume they're all going to die. So it's one of those things that's like a oh, I guess see, like a Shakespearean tragedy right. where it's like you know all these people are doomed from the start because of what we know from the oh, from okay. films and they and sort of talk about how everyone died in getting these plans or a lot of people died that's what it? makes the first quarter of Star Wars then I felt like I had all of that backstory yeah. so when they're wandering across the de- desert essentially doing nothing with the entire yeah. empire, yeah, right. That them, makes more sense. It it made me feel like, oh shit, they've got it, you know. So <laughs> when they found Luke, I was like, ah. Oh. And so it, it just recontextualized that, and for something to do that thirty years yeah. after the original, and to do it pretty much seamlessly, mm. um, I just thought it was wonderful. Yeah, um, yeah. I've seen it a couple of times as well. So the the second time I saw it, I was a bit more okay, especially with Tarkin. Uh, especially after watching, I watched Star Wars between the first and the second time. Yeah, and they they really nailed his mannerisms. Who's Tark? Oh, that's Peter Cushing. Yeah, yeah. The are C- they CGI? CGI one. I li- I didn't mind it. I I'm like because it's for the continuity of the story. It's like you can see that it's not real, but it's pretty good. Yeah, and it makes and the I'm story torn a little sense. bit. And um, I've, um, Bridget's talked to me about this as well. My partner Bridget. Uh, shout out to Bridget. Bridget. Bridget, yo, what, what? Bridget. She's got McCullough. the opinions on the Star Wars, yo. Um, um, yeah, and we'll s- it's like, whether you uh, like the CGI or not, whether you think they got the face and the mannerisms right, it's this weird thing about he's now, his image and he is in this film Without him ever agreeing to be in this film, ah. he's like he he died before the film was made. So, so Princess Princess Leah was. Yeah, I was pr- going to say, did they must have spoken to someone yeah, somewhere to get permission? I hope so. Yeah, like, that's the thing. I just I was like, have, uh, have they talked? Like, have they got right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like, yeah. So they've said yes, but I don't yeah. know. It's just this weird thing but where the, now uh, they can do anything they want. Like, yeah, it's this weird thing. I'm, I, I don't know true. how I don't know how that's I feel about it. I think there has to be permission. Yeah, there was permission. The first yeah, but, thing but they did, you say a state like that makes everything all right. But who knows what dickheads in charge? Of, like it could be yeah. some fucking inbred dimwit. I get he just money. wants to make a buck. Yeah, yeah. Hated yeah. his uncle Peter. <laughs> He's like fuck Peter Cush. I hate that guy. You can you can make a film where it's just someone shitting on his face <laughs> for two and a half hours. <laughs> I'll sign off on it. I, think I hated that, my Uncle Peter. I think that was some of those Hammer Horror films that he was in. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, so it's this weird thing where now they can use people's image in, without their, without, without, I mean, they're dead, so. Mm. But the, the, what do they care? The they don't thing, care. Uh, they're uh, dead. Of course, days after uh, Carrie Fisher died. Yes. And the, the whole context of, uh, of episode eight and nine. Apparently, she plays a major part in episode eight and was due to play a major part in episode nine. Because that damn. sucks. Because she's she's the Jedi that nothing ever happens to in the yeah. Star Wars movies. Like they, it's like they're like, Ooh. like there is another. Oh, so here she, she is in a bikini. Yeah, she finished her um she finished her shooting all the principal photography. So eight is done, isn't it? Eight is done. Yeah, but now they have to rewrite nine completely oh. because uh they the have dream said, is over. Yeah, that they sucks. have said that we will not digitally recreate it. Good. Good. Okay, that's good. And yeah, it, it's hard to carry a whole film. Yeah, with it digitally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what about um, what do you think of Ben Mendelsohn? 
I love Mendo. I loved him. Did you? I was so you like was when great. I realised it was him, which took a little while. Oh really? Yeah, okay. yeah like he came and I was like, the guy looks familiar. Is he an old English actor? I couldn't. He I seems... couldn't help but yell. Mendo! Yeah. I'm like, that's bloody Ben Mendelsohn. I didn't, I just couldn't get past that. It was, he's, because he's got that little Ben Mendelsohn lisp. I just like couldn't find him very menacing. No. And he's kind of, but he's, he's Ben, even... he's Ben Mendelsohn though. Like he's always Ben Mendelsohn. He's not a character actor really. But I also think it that works that he's not. Many, many actors. Yeah, I know, but I don't think it worked in that. Like it, I think it works wanted, that he's not You menacing. wanted some English kind of, I guess he is kind of supposed to be a bit wet. He's like and middle management. Shit. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. Who's yeah. like, Aspiring, like this is the, his big project that he's hoping will we'll get get him, him, get him noticed. Yeah, yeah. You know and what I mean? Tuck but it's just like, nah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And 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 the people above him are like, thanks for your ideas, yoink. Um, yeah. So I like because he's not menacing. He's just a he's just a guy who's been working on a project, hoping that's going to get him somewhere. Yeah. What and, I did love is I loved it. I did love when they did the test things with the Death Star because when they blow in Star Wars when they blow up what is it and um, Alderaan. Alderaan when they blow that up it's kind of meaningless. Alan Alderaan. <laughs> <laughs> it's but when they sketch idea trademark. when they do it in <laughs> when they do it in this you get to see all the destruction at close hand like yeah yeah up close and you see all the devastation it causes and mm-hmm. the and that was awesome like I really like that it's in your face yeah literally yeah. in your face and also uh, there was only a couple of uh, little nods to the prequel trilogy as well because this essentially is a bridging film between the shitty. George Lucas prequels and the original trilogy. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I and think those so prequels Jimmy were so, those prequels were solely to explain that C three PO was built by Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole point. So Jimmy Smith is in those prequels. He's is he? in yeah. the prequel as oh. uh, as as that guy. Yeah, as the dad. the guy who takes Leia. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and so he goes back to Alderaan in Rogue One, which then gets blown up in mm. Star Wars. So uh. it, it's it's kind of a little bridgy thing there. You know how they're doing uh, uh, other little standalone Star Wars films? And this no. was a great... Oh, they're doing Han Solo. When you say standalone, you have to use air quote, because it kind of isn't. All this did was give a good pre-story to Star Wars yep. and also made Vader a fucking badass again. I did love oh. the little Last Vader. Last time we saw Vader, he was going, no! Well, actually, it was, it was a little bit of yes and a little bit of no. I loved... As everyone did, the end sequence where he just tears through that ship yeah. oh, and uses all his Jedi stuff. Love yeah. that. But I absolutely hated his pun. his pun yeah, yeah. in the thing. I thought that, I just, I don't know if that's Vader. Do you know yeah. why? For that, him to do a little like Arnold Schwarzenegger one-liner, yeah. like, don't yeah. don't joke on your ambitions. <laughs> like, I almost yeah. heard it in an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. It was such a 80s fucking action part. I love that I looked, they got James L. Jones to do it though. Yeah, yeah. I looked up the two, I looked up the writers and there's two of them. One's Tony Gilroy who yep. wrote a lot of the Bourne, Bourne stuff films, and yeah. a lot of thriller stuff and he's directed some... And some he of the, got it, he got it after the other person got it. Right. And then the other guy is I think like Chris Wentz or something and he's, all his movies are like the American Pie movies and yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. And he's he like, got I've got first. one line that I want in this yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, so and I'm I'll thinking fight that's where it. that comes from. Yeah. Don't choke on your ambitions. <laughs> Um, but when he when when he cuts loose, it's like because you oh. don't see Vader cut loose ever. Yeah, he's always great. just kind of qu- calm and controlled. But when he's just walking through that ship, it's like this is the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, fuck, that was good. Yeah, so that that was really nice as a, as a Star Wars fan who had seen Vader absolutely torn to pits. You know, yeah, yeah. Pre- prequel prequel trilogies with nose and fucking midi chlorians and and, oh. and that sort of shit. It was it was really great to see him. Vader in his pomp. 
yeah. Yeah, yeah. With his swagger. Um, I didn't like They did the... sing a few songs about Vader in Terelgan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and so what, what I was saying, though, is that um, the, the next standalone film yes. is a Han Solo film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with Donald Glover as... Uh, Han Solo. As, as <laughs> oh, Lando Calrissian. Mixing yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And, uh, but now the speculation is that the next standalone film will be a backstory... For Chirrut and Bays, you're just making up words. You just no. The did you have a stroke? Oh, the two uh, the, Asian yeah. dudes. Yeah, the the guy, the Polynesian dude, and the Asian dude, the yeah. wine guy, and and his buddy. He's that. He's Yip Man. So they're doing in the in the Yip movies. Are they doing spin-offs from the spin-offs? Yeah, I think so. That's yeah. I mean that's the fan speculation. I don't yeah, know if yeah. that's true or not. They're good but characters. They're they great characters. characters, and I really enjoyed them. And I'd watch a film with them. Yeah, yeah. of course you would. Yeah. Bankable. Bankable. I didn't like, I don't care that there's a fault in the Death Star. Like, I don't, I didn't like the fact that the dad had to build the fault into the Death Star because right. of all that. Yeah. I didn't, that didn't mean shit to me. Like, I would have just been happy with them just going, we've got the plans. Because no one, the, the people building it would never expect anyone to go, well, if we did this and this and this and this, we'd be able to blow it yeah, up. Yeah. It's fine to have it there and that they, when they steal it, they go, holy fuck, we found an inn. That yeah. would have been more meaningful rather than the stupid father-daughter relationship. I liked it. Kind of, I liked oh, it. I was okay, but I was kind of like, you don't need this. Um, now, uh, oh shit, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, man. You know what I've realized? Oh, yeah. No, this is it. it All right. I forgot it because it was about me. <laughs> oh, if we're talking about them, if you stop talking about the movie, I just want to say one more thing. Okay, one the more. thing I didn't, the thing that I, it was a good movie, but I, there's no Jedi's in it. Which is the whole thing of Star oh, no, Wars. I am with the Force. The Force with me. That's that's pretty close. That's getting close. No, but um, because those but the whole thing of that that period is that there are no Jedi. Like I know, I know, I know that. I know all that. But I like in those movies, the Jedi stuff is the fucking awesome yeah, stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But with the Force and the Force is with me. Those two are guardians of the Jedi Temple. Yeah, and it's nice having that fringe Jedi where there's there, there's no Jedi's, but that sort of mythology around it is still existing in. Like feebly, even yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What yeah. makes those two characters great? Because Chirrut, who was the blind guy, mm. uh, it has is force connected, yeah, uh, in a way, and his his buddy Baze is not yeah, and yeah. skeptical. So it's that Luke kind of Han Solo Han relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again. You know what I realised? We're out here. We're not looking at each other. We're looking at like yeah, it's no different to any podcast. No, really, really not. We could, we could podcast. What I've realised, we could podcast anywhere, anytime. Yep. Anywhere. As long as the sound. In, in any situation. In fact, we don't even need to be in the same room. We don't. Because I'm just do this at home. Yeah. <laughs> why do we? Why do I drive to Geary's house That's every time? That's true. Because you love it. That's true. Um, what now, were you going to say? What were you going to say, Jess? I, I was going to say, uh, I now have a Star Wars number of one. Because I was in a movie with yes. Alan Chittick. You were? And were Alan you? Chittick plays the voice. Yeah, he of was in Oddball. Oh, Alan Tudyk. Oh, what do you call him? Chittick. Is that how you he's, say his name? He's met him, so it better be right. Yeah. Otherwise, he really made a faux pas on set. I, never, I always <laughs> thought it was Tudyk. It's Chittick. Okay, I'll go with you because you met him. Uh, and and so he's the ro- that robot. is fucking awesome. I always called him Two Dicks. Now that's. <laughs> and I thought it was just a genetic thing. Alan I thought it was a nickname. <laughs> Yes, um, so, so I'm very happy because I have a one number one Star Wars number now. Number That's all I wanted to say. Do you know what? You I have, have a number num- two Star Wars. No, I do. But I have a number one uh, number with Donald Trump. What? What? Because a guy met Donald Trump. What movie is he in? You were in a movie with Trump? No, no. Oh, he was in Weekend at Bernie's. He was. 
He was in a. Was he was Andrew in an McCarthy ad. He was in an ad. And Donald Trump. Which guy? Donald Trump was Donald, in an ad. Donald Trump was in an ad with a guy called James Saunders that, that Miriam knows that I know through Miriam. Mm, okay. Um, and was he a junior firefighter? And he was in this ad where they're on his jet, and it's about computer socks, like right. back from about I don't know, ten or twelve so years that's ago. Two. Ten or twelve. So I know. Socks? I know the guy. I sure wasn't like twenty years ago. But isn't yours two then? If you know Alan Tudyk. Oh, because he's just Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Okay, my mistake. So I've got a I, number, so I'm two then. So I know so you've this, got a Trump. I know James. Two. I know James Saunders who knows uh, Jackson McConnell. That's a Trump number of two. <laughs> Would you tell the world you don't know what to do? I reckon I could use those as an intro, go in and assassinate him. You could. Yeah. You could. Could you use Jackson McConnell songs as your ringtone? I could. True or false? True. <laughs> Get to it, Robbie Ellis. And with that, <laughs> we have reached an hour of our podcast. It was all too easy. Lake. It was. Half I've an hour of podcast, half an hour of talking about Rogue One. All uh, I've been doing is watching the clouds just move past this tree. Oh, it's, it's very relaxing. It is. Thanks so much for joining us for 120. We should do a double episodes. up and just go into our next episode. <laughs> I can't because I really need to be. Yeah, me too, me too. Oh. And i got to say, I've been sitting on this chair and it's because people have been swimming during the day and stuff. It's dry on top, but once you sit on it for a while, all the soaked in water that's in the foam starts Jaxie rising to the top. McConnell My Jaxie is so wet. wet asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but it goes Go with that motto. Start dry, end wet. Uh, oh. How about this? Start oh, dry, so good. end wet. So good. See you next week. Bye. Good, good night, Australia. Painsville.